Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about the Tree Surgery Mastermind group that I run. The reason why I want to talk about this is because I know from being at the APF show last weekend, um, which will be a few weeks ago now when this episode goes out, that quite a few people don't understand in the industry what a mastermind is and what I do and the purpose of what I'm doing. So I just wanted to put out an episode just to talk around what the Tree Surgery Mastermind is, why I do it and everything else to do with with it. So the Tree Surgery Mastermind is it's a group mentoring. It's a mastermind, not because I believe my mind's the mastermind, it's because I facilitate a group of tree surgeons. We all meet on a regular basis, uh, on a monthly basis, and it's everyone's input. So on the mastermind, we have people that have been doing it a year, and we've got other people that have been doing it 15 years, plus I've been in the industry 18 years. And it's a place where it offers um, advice, support, community, and accountability. And as you guys have probably listened in the previous episodes, my talks about mentors and masterminds, I believe that the more you learn, the more you earn, and the more that you invest in yourself, the more you'll overcome the daily challenges of running a tree surgery business. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't run a tree surgery business, then this is where whatever industry that you're in and business you're running um, or thinking about running, there will be people doing masterminds. And the reason why I love masterminds specifically and actually me and Andy were talking about this this morning from Pulse 8 Media, is that it's actually been part of the mastermind and actually the input you also put in. It's not everything that you receive. And there's something that certainly makes me tick about when I'm trying to help people, like serving and helping people gives me a buzz. And I think that is a natural buzz that a lot of people get when they help someone out. It makes you feel good. And that's kind of the way the um, the mastermind makes people feel you get the advice you get the accountability you get the support you get the community but also you get the sense of you're part of something and you're helping other people as well so what we talk about or what i generally talk about is the four pillars and you've probably heard me talk about this a lot but i talk about i do webinars quite regularly and we talk about numbers and in numbers i i show people how they can cash flow forecast they can do profit and loss how they can do their marketing numbers, they can check teams' productivities, so you can make this calculate decisions, um, your bottom line, what your teams cost, um, what your balance sheet is. And the reason why numbers is always the, the number one thing is because we have two parts of our mind. We actually have two, uh, many parts of our brain, but the main two parts of our brain that make us function and, and do the decision-making are our thinking part of our brain and our emotional part of our brain. Now, a Chip and Dan Heath talk about this a lot in a book they created called Change, and they um, they use your thinking part to explain it as your a rider, and your emotional part as a um, as the elephant. So, the elephant is gonna go whatever way he wants, and the rider is there to influence him to go the way the rider wants. Because if you imagine our emotions, when you're feeling emotional, your emotions make most decisions in your life. 
So when you're feeling upset, you want to go and eat that tub of ice cream. When you're feeling stressed, you want to ha- go and smoke that fag or you want to go for a drink. You know, it's our emotions that lead us forward. So what we need to do with our thinking part of our brain is give it the right information, lead it to the right information to be able to make the right decisions. And that's where the numbers side of things come in. If we're feeding our brains with the right information so we know our cash flow for the next six months and we know our profit, then we know we can make the right decisions. Because if you're making decisions in business when you're anxious, you're upset, you're tired, um, hungover, emotional, um, depressed, stressed, then you're going to be making decisions based on your emotions and that might be leading you, your elephant might be leading you into the wrong place. Whereas if you're feeding it all the right numbers, then you can make decisions like prime example. I was talking to one of my mentees this week and he openly admitted that, yes, he probably does make those emotional decisions. Um, He's bought a big, large piece of kit because it was probably led by um, an emotion on that day. And actually they hadn't cash flowed for that at all. And now they're in a difficulty of cash flow. For example, this year in our tree surgery business in April, May, we had a contract end and for a couple of months we were really quiet. We still had just enough work to keep our five teams running, but we were very, very quiet and I could actually cash flow in I cash flow six months in front of me and I could actually see in July that we um, were going to be at a place where cash was going to be tight and we actually have a tractor that we had for a contract that we had years ago that we've only used kind of a few times a year and I thought right I need to sell that so I put it up for sale spoke to a local dealer and I thought it was worth about 40 or 50 thousand pounds the local dealer offered me 25 grand and I was like no way but the, because I'd forecasted into the future I had seen this happening and this is April by the time I'm selling it so I didn't need to make any rash decisions I actually in the end got 40 something thousand for it 42,000 for it got a good price for it but if I if I hadn't been cash flowing into the future I would have got to July when the money was tight and gone shit I need money and I might have had to take that low offer from that dealer at that point and lost money and that's why I always talk about numbers being the most important thing. We are always wanting to drive our elephant the right way, our emotions the right way, and we can do that with the numbers. The second pillar I talk about in the mastermind is sales and marketing. We talk about knowing your ideal client. Um, We know about talking about building a strategy, talking about having a website, SEO, MSH, which means make shit happen, going out, calling people, going and getting work having um, uh, email marketing, contacting current clients that you have. And we talk about all this in sales and marketing. The third pillar is systems. And we talk around systemization, processes, check sheets, automation. You know, systemization is the glue that keeps your business running. If you can automate a lot of your business, it's going to save you time. It's going to make you more efficient. It's going to give you your customers a better experience. And then um, we talk about culture and culture is something that we always did well, even previously in the business, because I believe looking after your team is firstly morally the right thing to do. And secondly, actually, when I started looking after my team, what actually came back from looking after my team is, is that your team turn up more. They turn up, they're more committed. They look after the customers. They are generally, um, you don't have to do customer service training with them because you 
give a fuck about them. You care about them and you care about what happens to them. So we have a good company culture. And not only do we look after our staff, we've put it, we've put it into um, a document um, and we have a vision of where we want to be. And the vision is always something bigger than the bigger than the company is right now. So when people come in, for example, we want to be one of the top 100 companies to work for in the country. Now, people coming to work for us go, cool, <clears throat> that's... Um, that'd be really cool thing to to do and be part of then you have a mission of how you're going to get there and and then you're going to have your core values and your core values are like your morals so for example hrg ours are um safe because we want everyone to be safe fun because we know tree surgery can be tough and we want people to go out and have fun um it's committed because we want everyone to be committed teamwork because there is nothing better than teamwork to get a job done and everyone working and firing on on all cylinders and always improving because I believe we're always learning and always improving. So there, that's the culture within HRG. But that will be how you guys want it in your businesses, tree surgery businesses. So I talk about the four pillars in my webinars a lot and we go deeper dives into them. So if anybody is interested, please go on to my website. It's www.tsbauk.co.uk and you can register. Um, also, I'll put the link within the in the description of this um, video or, or podcast. So next, um, once we talk about the four pillars, we... Um, implement these into your business through the mastermind now some people that come in on the mastermind they might be in year one and the people that are generally year one year two year three we're talking about building up your um, leads and quotes coming in so quite often we're working on the sales and marketing and we're working on how to get you more clients generally it's more commercial clients my niche really is finding more commercial clients I've done lots of domestic work in the past but I believe to grow a, a, a decent size our business and when I mean decent size just to give clarity I'm not talking about having 100 guys. I'm not talking about 50 guys. Actually, the best money we made as a tree surgery business was when we had three teams. And that was a good size. So I don't tell everybody they have to go to the moon to be able to create a sustainable life. And they have to they have to have these huge companies to actually earn good money. Because when I had 47 staff and we had 13 teams go out, I earned the least amount of money I'd ever earned. So actually three teams, we were doing n numbers more than having 47 staff. We currently have five teams um, and I'm, I'm, my aim is to get to six teams so um, the business model we've got is two managers an office person and a, a and a, a sort of business development person um, and having six teams the numbers work on that the reason why I'm telling this is because you, when you're thinking about where you want to be you, you don't have to go big and as I say when people are coming in early early on and they're in year one year two year three on their they're on the mastermind. Generally, I'm working on the pillars, numbers and sales and marketing. We're not even thinking about culture and systems at that point. We will be talking about it. But the main thing is, is we don't overwhelm people and give everyone all four. Because even a guy, I did a webinar last night and the guy said, wow, I feel overwhelmed now. And it's like, yes, that is overwhelming. But that's where the the mastermind comes in because we, we give it to you in the bite size chunks that will get you to get get traction in your business and you can work through it and keep building these into your business
year, year, the first few years, you'll be working on sales and marketing, getting yourself to a point where you've got three teams out or four teams or five teams. And then after that, you then start working on the systems and you work on the culture. You know, we're always working on the numbers because the numbers are important. So the first things we'll be doing is getting you to implement things like cash flow forecasting, especially when moving across to commercial clients because they don't pay as well. Um, and knowing your profit and loss and being really key. Like, for example, one of my mentees said to me yesterday, oh, I get my profit and loss every three months. And I was like, that's got to stop. You need to have your profit and loss every month. Our, our accountant and bookkeeper gets it to us by the 15th of the of the next month from the previous month. So, you know, if it's if it's August, we'll get it by September the 15th. So it's really important to be thinking about those things. And then, you know, the guys that have been on it, you know, running businesses for 14 years, 10 years, we're now more working more of them with systems. I've got one guy who's, you know, wants to sell his company in the future. So we're working with him on how to build his company so it doesn't have him in it and he can exit out of his business. You know, I've just saved another guy with restructuring his business half a million in the next two years. So there's different stages of the mastermind that we're working on on these different pillars for people and that's why I always tell people the pillars because it gives you an understanding of where we're going to be working and what we need to work on to get you to where you want to get to. Next we'll talk about the actual logistics of the mastermind and what it gives you and what it gives you is we do a 90-day plan one-to-one -one every 90 days because in that plan we can then talk about where you want to be in five years where you want to be in a year and then we then peel that right back to a plan for 90 days because like anything and you've heard me talk about goal setting in the past you need to know the path the roadmap that you're going on to get you to your destination because if you're not you're just pissing in the wind and hoping you'll get there so that's why it's really important to sit down every 90 days and work that out and another thing we do in that 90 day plan is we actually look back at what the last 90 days, what was achieved in the last 90 days, because it's actually amazing. As business owners, we're always looking forward. We're never looking back and going, wow, I've cut, this is where I've come from. We're thinking, again, like I've talked about in the past, we're comparing ourselves to other businesses. We're seeing what other people are doing. We're in our business every single day, putting fires out. And sometimes you don't really stick your head up above the trees to really see what you've achieved and it's really really important as part of the 90-day planning that we always look back and we look at what we've achieved you've achieved in the last 90 days one of my mentees said it this week and went oh wow I've actually achieved a lot more than I thought I had and that's it like I was like brilliant this is why I know it's working because it's really important to understand where you've come from and the things you're improving and that you're actually improving your business all the time the other thing we talk about is challenges. So challenges of things that have happened, because that's where really the, the mentoring comes in. Because when someone says to me, Henry, I didn't have time to do ABCD, we can then really get into the nitty gritty of why they didn't have time. You know, is it a mindset thing? Is it a operational thing? Is it, you know, something that's going on um, at home? you know, why the reasons why you don't have time. And then we can work a plan out to work out how we get them more time to be able to get them to achieve. So we're constantly working through the challenges. Like I say, as a business owner, we're constantly getting challenges and it's the way we work through it. And business can be really lonely. And if you don't have someone to ask questions to, then who do you ask questions to? Because if you ask your mate down the pub, you're not going to get what you want to hear. And you're not going to, if you, you know, I believe that free advice is worth every penny. You know, you're not, it, not necessarily going to get really good 
strong advice. And that's where it's really important to be doing the 90 day plan so we can work through these different challenges. And then in the 90 day plan, we, we put out the plan of what you're going to be doing and then your weekly actions. And then from there, once you've got your plan, we then um, we have a weekly Q&A, which is on a, a closed Facebook group. And the reason why I do it as a live is people, e you all email in your questions and then that live can be watched as many times as you want and it can be watched over and over again. So you don't have to be physically there for the live, but it just means you can ask questions and also everybody else gets to hear the different questions and answers. We then also um, give, have a what I call the vault, which is all of our documents it's all our procedures it's got health and safety stuff in it it's got everything we did as a tree surgery business in the last 14 years to become arb approved it's got policies risk assessments method statements all the really exciting stuff job descriptions project planners rate forecasters all the stuff that we've got like for full transparency I mentor people. I mentor my competitors in Southampton. I've got someone in, in, in is 10 minutes down the road for me and two others that are half hour down the road for me because I believe that raising the bar in the industry, helping all tree surgeons, if my competitors, if I'm making my competitors stronger, that means we're making the industry stronger. That means the prices are raising. And if the prices can raise, then that means we can pay our staff more, we can pay ourselves more, we can buy better kit and we can keep improving the industry. And that's really why I want to help improve the tree surgery industry. And that's why I give out all the documents of that I run HRG tree surgeons on. They're not filled in, they're, they're all sort of blank to give full transparency, but you'll have all of those templates to be able to run your business just like I run HRG tree surgeons. The next thing we have is we have a um, a training portal. It's a login portal and we have cash flow forecaster training. I have a tender training. I have um, productivity training. I'm going to be doing uh, how to become an ARB approved training. So constantly updating different trainings. You log on to it and you get all these different trainings from it. We have a whatsapp group and on that whatsapp group it's pretty fluid everyone can ask questions and ask whatever they want um, and that's a lot more fluid and and people helping each other out so ultimately what i'm trying to do with a tree surgery mastermind is help and support tree surgery business owners i see a lot of um, accidental business owners i see an industry where people don't get paid enough to be a tree surgeon. I've seen the wages not go up enough over the last 18 years since I've been in it. Um, for example, I know my team leaders were on £100 a day when I started 18 years ago. Now team leaders are like on 130 140 a day, 120 a day. So the wages just haven't gone up and you've got scaffolders who are on £200 a day. Different industry, but it's very similar, working at height, labour intensive. And I believe that a lot of tree surgeons leave their job because they're not they want to earn more money and the way they're going to do it is by running their own business and they become accidental tree surgeons. It's how I became a tree surgeon. I was a very good climber, but I wasn't very good at the business and hence why I ended up with losing everything. And now my mission is to try and help as many tree surgery businesses as possible to get the business part of it. And like I get getting asked at the APF, what do you actually do? Well, I don't train people how to climb trees. I can help with the operational side, but I don't do that often. I add the business side because you can go to Meriswood College or one of the other colleges and learn about the science of trees. You can go and see an assessor and you can go and learn how to fell a tree or climb a tree. But at no point is there anybody teaching or 
helping or mentoring the tree surgery side of things. And that's what I really want to do with the tree surgery mastermind. I'm going to grow it. I've, I'm actually on a mastermind for masterminds. So I'm constantly trying to evolve it. It will move and it will get bigger and it will get better. The more people I have on it, the more we can raise the bar on the industry. The more people I have on it, the more money I can put back into building and bringing more specialists into the, into the mastermind so people get more value and more engagement from it. So ultimately, what I'm trying to do like I said earlier is I'm trying to raise the bar and if we can all if I can reach every tree surgery business in the country and even if they just listen to my podcast and 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 go on my webinars and they learn these different fundamental things and it raises the bar in the industry then that is going to make the whole industry the place that I love I love the tree surgery industry and I get fed up of seeing people moaning about it saying there's not enough money and there's a race to the bottom with contracts which I know happens but the more we realize we don't have to have a race to the bottom we can structure our businesses in a way that we don't have to work 12 to 14 hour days in that we're not breaking our backs every day and that we can run sustainable tree surgery businesses and then that's going to improve the industry no end. So if anybody would like to be part of the mastermind or anybody would like to um, join one of my webinars, I also do a free try before you buy session where you can come on and you can literally, we have about six or seven of us on Zoom. We do it in the evening and you can see how it works and you can get to know me more and ask me different questions. Then my website is www.tsbauk.co.uk. I'll say that again www.tsbauk.co.uk I will put the description in this video and on the podcast so you can click on that put your details in there and then I'll drop you um, a line with when our next event is going to be and it'll be great to have you on board and if I can ask you anything if you could please share this with as many people as possible because I want to really help improve the tree surgery industry thank you all for listening and I'll see you next time take care